hey, hey, everyone. I'm so happy that you found Glowing Older, my new little podcast. Oh, I'm so happy that you uh, clicked over, whatever you did, however you got here. Um, Let's glow older together, shall we? Um, Glowing older, it's all about being curious, adventurous, um, being childlike, and uh, admitting that uh, you have a beginner's mind and you want to find out more about something. That's what excites me and hopefully you as well at any age that you are. So my name is Kate Benson. I'm so happy you're here. Today, I'm so inquisitive how you are going to feel about this one. It's one that actually brings up quite a lot of controversy, little topic here. And it's uh, men and women will have to decide what they're going to do about it. 99% of us will be affected by it. I don't know that 1%, but 99% of us will have to make the decision. Are you ready? if you're going to keep your gray hair when it comes in. I know that may sound so trivial, but it's one of those things when it starts happening, you may automatically say, oh, I'm going to color it or start to pluck out those little silver strands one by one. That's what I did. And then unfortunately, it got me in this mess 20, what, 25 years later, where every three weeks I go in and color my hair. Um, It's just becoming, it's very time consuming. It's costly. Uh, I always think um, it's a perfect time to say this too, because if you're listening in real time, uh, we just uh, fell back in time because of the time change. So in the words of Cher, if I could turn back time, I would allow that gray to come in and just embrace it. Of course, I would have to be in the mindset to do that as well and just really giving gratitude to be growing older. I probably wasn't, I'm sure I wasn't in the mindset. I've grown so much in the last five or 10 years. But um, if I could turn back time, I would do it again. And then once I would realize how much uh, money it costs each month, I would take that money. Here's my sage words of advice. I would take a hundred bucks each month and, uh, you know, for saving myself, not having to color my hair, I'd put it in an account and boom, right about now, who knows where I'd be, maybe on the Mediterranean, some beach or something like that. But I am so happy to be here with you so we can discuss this topic and we're not the only ones to talk about this gray hair. It's a subject that's come up, um, Uh, in history uh, thousands and thousands of years ago. Little fun facts for you. In 300 BC, that's the first recorded evidence that they used uh, flower pollen to lighten their hair so you wouldn't um, notice the gray. Isn't that something? 300 BC. In the Middle Ages, a little turn of events, they would cook green lizard with apples and vinegar, and that would darken the roots on their hair. And then, of course, you have to remember Marie Antoinette and the French courts and the upper crust with their powdered wigs. 
you know, the thing that most people don't know about that is that the powdered wigs, you know, came with some problems because they would never be washed. They would only be powdered and worn. And, you know, this is in the summertime as well. So people would get sweaty and it was very uh, dirty inside the wigs. And there were times that rats or mice would go in and, you know, defecate in their wigs. So people would be wearing the powdered wigs with mice droppings, with lice, all sorts of things. So there was a tax on the powder that made it uh, unaffordable for most people in France during the 18th century. So uh, only the rich could do the powdered wig. So I have a feeling the poor people were probably pretty happy about that. Um, in 1909, it was the first commercial hair dye. So you could go to the salon and, you know, have your hair colored with the first commercial hair dye. And it kind of kept on like that. You know, there'd be improvements in the whole hair uh, coloring situation um, uh, right about until another big change was in the 1950s. So if you've been around since then, or, you know, maybe parents, grandparents, that's when um, uh, this is so typical, the marketing, the advertising people started focusing on uh, women. They wanted women to really color their hair. So they promoted the Cary Grants and the Clark Gables Distinguished Gray for men, but told the women, you know, suggested, highly suggested in advertising on television and in magazines that women needed to color their hair so they could be by their husband's side when he was climbing the corporate ladder. And you didn't want to be have gray hair for that. Or um, uh, you didn't, uh, another uh, ad came out that said your friends wouldn't like you <laughs> if you had gray hair. They would think that you were more of a grandmotherly type. So again, the double standard always still happening with marketing people with women. But one day, one day, perhaps not. Um, it wasn't until about 2000. Thousand, if you remember uh, who Jamie Lee Curtis is in um, in the late seventies, early eighties, she was in a lot of the Halloween movies. That she was called the Scream Queen. But in the uh, two thousand, she took a stand, and you know she had her hair cut short, and she said, "I'm not going to color anymore. I'm not going to. This is done. I'm done with this." I was alive during that time. And uh, I remember, it's so funny, I can remember thinking like, how could she do that? Oh my gosh, she's so brave. And it just seems so silly now that, you know, thinking someone's brave for being who they really are, you know, that they're not putting a mask on, that they're being who they really are. And, uh, you know, you think that they're very brave. But again, that was about 20 years ago, and I've, I feel like I've really changed. I'm really glowing older, so I hope that you as well are in that journey. Um, in 2015, uh, fashion designers uh, put gray hair on the runway models. Uh, celebrities and bloggers also took note of that and started wearing, uh, you know, they would dye their hair, color their hair uh, gray or silver to make fashion statements. Um, it's totally a personal preference. Uh, as mentioned for me, I started way too early, probably in my 30s, did highlights and then started noticing the gray hair and then started coloring it. Um, will I ever go gray? Will I ever go uh, whatever? Maybe it might be gray or white. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. 
I, you know, I'm not sure. I hope to, I hope to in the next 10 years, I would think, you know, that, that I could allow my hair to go natural just for me, the curiosity of it, what it will uh, look like, you know, so um, I hope to, but for you, you know, what about you? Are you going to embrace when the first gray comes? Or maybe you do have a, a head full of gray or silver hair and you're thinking about doing something different. You know, it's all personal preference. It's a fun topic. I think, you know, it's one of those taboo subjects almost it used to be, you know, just women didn't want to talk about that. Um, but now I feel like, you know, it's uh, be who you really are. And, uh, even if it's just for a season in your life, a chapter that you're going to go gray or maybe change your color to pink or something, um, embrace it, be authentic, be you, glow older with, um, you know, however you want to show the world who you really are. Um, my name is Kate Benson. I'm so happy you're here and I hope uh, you'll check in next Sunday to Glowing Older. Have a beautiful week, friends.